Would the following students please report to the energy platform? M. Yang, D. Richardson, D. Patel, A. Bond, O. Fiddle, T. Groves, C. Kingston, and S. O'Brien. Please collect the ice cream voucher from your form tutor. And remember, your city thanks you. And welcome back to I Will Save You From The Future, a technology discussion podcast for people who are scared of the future. I'm joined this week by Andrew and Ollie, otherwise known as Victorious Sponge. Hey, guys. Hello. Hey. How's it going? Yeah, not yeah, too bad. Good. Scorching day today. Oh, it's so hot. It's unbearably hot. Yeah, you guys have a bit of a heat issue yes. going on right now. Yeah, How are your yeah, bodies? True. Uh, pretty um, warm. Yeah, fairly uh, warm. My feet are kind of sticky. I'm sat cross-legged. Just, yeah, uh, we had a, a heat wave in London a few weeks ago, and I had to record with uh, Thomas for my for our um, Twin Peaks podcast that we do, and it was just it's the w- worst episode because we, <laughs> we we couldn't even think. We were just dripping. <laughs> I particularly don't do very well with with high heat and not not much circulation not much ventilation it really gets to me and i just i become i'm just flop sweat all over my entire body yes yeah, uh, yeah, no, this yeah. Is, this is we're in a fairly similar boat it's not nice currently. um so for Central people who man. don't know who you are uh give us the elevator pitch andrew oh. the elevator pitch <laughs> oh, that? you you had a sketch about an elevator chris wants to hear about it <laughs> if, if I understand him correctly, he wants to hear about this. Is that? Is that? Well, I haven't prepared anything. We'll make it. I can't. We're, we're on Bing's podcast, mate. How? What do you think? This is? You guys are, are working on a, a series right now, right? This is yeah. very true. This is we, very very true. This can is you our wizard series. Tantalize us. That we've uh, we've got you in. Yeah. Mm. You you, and, you uh, feature in this series very briefly. A cameo in your in your your wizard show. Yes, this is true. How's this that going? Right? When are we going to get to see that, guys? Yeah, I was just thinking about like <laughs> um, what. <laughs> Andrew, yeah, we'd love to know. I kid, uh, I kid, I joke. I know that you guys have have been delayed a bit, but it's looking really, really, really good. Thank you very, Thank you much, very much. Yeah, well, it's coming along. We don't want to curse it just yet. We're not quite done canning it, so awesome, <laughs> awesome. Jinx it. So yeah. today we are talking about batteries, um, specifically. More efficient batteries, better batteries. Um, More efficient burglary and battery. And that's why we're excited to be here on the show, Chris. Thank you. Yeah, so we're talking about energy storage. Um, It is a huge... Oh, energy storage. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we're talking about energy storage. It's one of the biggest kind of battlefields in technology right now. Nobody seems to have figured it out. Um, but I'm going to talk to you guys uh, and our audience a little bit about... Um, I'm going to set the stage. Just a set. So in the in the developed world, a lot of our... 
power is generated by uh, fuels like fossil fuels. Um, we know about a very kind of they're really, really common. They're also very bad for the environment. And we've been looking for ways of replacing them for decades now. Um, most of the promising and most common ways of dealing with getting rid of uh, fossil fuel power are sources that are known as intermittent sources of power. Um, that includes uh, solar power, that includes um, hydropower, wind power, um, because all of them are, are intermittently available. It's not a constant resource. It's not always super windy, although it would be fun. <laughs> and it's not always super sunny because it, there's nighttime and uh, sometimes clouds and stuff. Cursed nighttime. The main kind of issue that we have is storing that power once we get it. When you're discussing power a lot, you dis you, they talk about balancing the intermittent nature of these of these sources. If we can't always have sunlight, if it's not always available to us, then we need to do something to even out the flow. And that's where batteries come in. That's where different ways of, of storage comes in. Can you guys, like, hazard a guess at how we store our power um, lithium sometimes yeah so that's a that's uh, batteries we got we got lithium ion batteries um that's like um, the common the most common type of battery but before we even get to batteries there are some crazy like i didn't know this there are some really fucking ridiculous ways that we store energy when it is generated at, at power stations because uh batteries hmm. batteries generally like lithium-ion batteries and, and and other technologies have really low capacities when you so when you're talking about like the scale of uh, a power plant or, or a national grid or something you need other ways of doing it um, i'm just going to run you through some of the ridiculous ways that i didn't know that we store power i'm excited i'm excited yeah. so uh, you got you got compressed air what, what does that mean so you need a <laughs> big you need a big cave you need a big underground cave and what you do okay. wait you're still talking about the this isn't just a plan of you. <laughs> no no this is real this happens in the real cool. world. We haven't got to the improv yet. <laughs> this compressed air energy storage, right? Ele electricity comes from the grid. It's generated in the grid. It goes into a motor, which powers a compressor, which funnels air down into an underground cave and squishes it up. And then when we need Crazy. it, we let the air back out a bit, like uh, like uh, pinching a balloon. And the air coming out, and and like farts you, through a turbine. Generates for a dynamo or something. Right. Yeah. Wow, that is crazy. And the air coming out farts through a turbine and goes to a generator and goes back out to the grid. Is that the technical term? It farts through the turbine? Yes, no, I, I watched a lot of interviews with um, energy <laughs> men before, before <laughs> this Official episode, energy men. And they all say fart. I was surprised at first, <laughs> but it seems to be the, um, the industry lingo. It's weird how they keep stealing your wallet as well. <laughs> Um, okay, so then you've got... So is that efficient? I mean, is that, is that an efficient way of doing it? Like, just cramming air into a cave? Apparently, I mean, apparently it's... I mean, when we talk about it's... efficiency, like, in terms of energy, we're, like, real low down on that scale at mm. all times. When we say something is more efficient, it's still pretty shit. Yeah, just less shit, right? I guess that's what they should say. Yeah, it's less shit, it's less but it's shit it's still, now. like, the, the better of many evils at this stage it sounds incredibly dangerous i mean i'm sure there's guys checking on the pressure and yeah. there's crazy machines but you know if there's just a bunch of compressed air in a giant cave that i i would suggest someone didn't do that if they told me that was their plan 
Yeah, I mean, but I'd rather it be air than uh, lava, plutonium, or lava. <laughs> this is true. That makes sense. That does make sense. sense. So another way mm. people store power on the grid is with uh, high-speed flywheels. This is where uh, your energy is sent into like. Uh, no. like a spinning cylinder. It's like a yeah. motor powers a accelerating cylinder and it's kind of, it's vacuum sealed so that it's not, you know, there's less friction so it can keep keep moving yeah. with relatively, le you know, little loss of energy. And it spins. Like a steam engine. Yeah, I don't fully understand how this, this is useful to anyone because it only seems to last about 15 minutes. So, so fuck it, let's move on. Um, <laughs> you got pumped hydro, uh, you got pumped hydro energy, and this actually makes up a huge amount of the grid, um, in the States and in the UK. You pump water up to a really high level, like above sea level. You pump it up to the top of a, a mountain or something. You've carved out like a big bucket in a mountain. You fill it with water. Mm -hmm. And then when you need energy, you then like let it drain down and, and, and power a turbine send it down the mountain your battery in this instance is like the amount of water and the height away from sea level it has been moved is your energy and then you get your energy back like you your atm for this energy is pissing the water back down a tube through a motor all of these things sound fairly like mechanical yeah they're like i was amazed simple. i was amazed at how like caveman a lot of these Technologies yeah, I really expected you to tell me about some crazy, weird, sci-fi, spinning, battery... No. Space no, it's, it something. would just... We but take um, the water, we carry the water up to the top of the mountain, and then we pour it back down. <laughs> which is really not very um, civilized. Yeah, you would have thought it'd be some sort of, like, sexy, self-sustaining set of, like, electromagnetic fields or something like that. I know, and it if would... it was, and if you can get that working, you're a billionaire, my man. Um, but we'll get to that right. later on. There's some weirder ways that grid energy is stored. Uh, one is vehicle to grid. This is relatively recent because of the kind of advent of electric cars. The idea, the theory at least, is that when your electric car is not being used and it's connected up to a charge point, it can be an alternative source of storage that powers your kind of local grid, right? Oh, no so you way. might have like a, a situation where you charge your car and then you're kind of like collectively, it's kind of crowdsourcing storage from all the neighborhood's cars, mm. which is pretty cool. It still involves a battery and the battery still needs to be good. Um, which we'll get to as well, but it's, it's interesting. Then you got rail energy storage. This is, this seems crazy, right? You take an electric train loaded with stuff like heavy stuff <laughs> yeah. up a slope. It's basically the same as the water one. It's the same it's the as same, the water. <laughs> it's the same principle as the water thing, <laughs> except with but trains. It's a useless train that you can't you ride you on. You fill a train with rocks. <laughs> and then, and then you, put it up a, you just put it up at the top of a hill. And anytime like you need, like the same guys I did. Anytime you need a big jolt of energy, like the doc is like, <laughs> I need 1.21 gigawatts. Um, he's like, well, I'll just move the train a little bit. I'll just like take Crazy. the brake off the train for a second, and there's my there's my energy. Is that all that 
I don't know who the people are who are in charge of researching how it is that we generate power, but it seems like all they're doing is just going to the top of mountains and trying to throw stuff down mountains. They played with a lot of scale electrics as a kid, and they just <laughs> they just really like rolling things down hills. Yeah, it get it's definitely painting that picture of like well if we just we just put stuff up in the sky <laughs> and then we send it back just, out like what if we i i feel like the initial conversation was well you know how in the circus when they want to flip the man off the jump they they drop a big rock on the other side <laughs> and it hits the other side and it bounces the man up what if we did that but with energy you're a genius <laughs> here's two hundred thousand pounds a year yeah and, keep, and, and in olden day that. monies that's like a billion dollars <laughs> Um, and so then you've got uh, solid electrochemical batteries. Um, that's kind of we're we're more familiar with that. Um, it's a- oh, I actually um, I actually know how these work. Yeah, they um they they're put into a big container, right? Yeah, and dragged to the top of a mountain. <laughs> then <laughs> they fill a little box with chemicals, and they kind of just r- they push it up the mountain. But in this case, it's the friction. It's the friction of it rubbing up against the mountainside that creates the energy. <laughs> And then you store it, you've got it in this kind of brick uh, filled with solid electrolyte. It's relatively effective, but it can only store small amounts. It can't last for very long. Sometimes they catch fire. (laughs) So again, not great. Uh, Then you got flow batteries. They work in a similar kind of a way, except that they kind of separate out the different types of chemical. And your electricity, like your positively and negatively charged substances are kind of separate um and they're held in like separate tanks but again it's you know holds relatively little compared to you know putting stuff up in the sky and um (laughs) they also they potentially pollute a lot and uh they're much bigger so not great so we mentioned lithium ion batteries they're another way of storing electricity they're um far smaller and you get them in phones you get them in laptops you get them in pretty much anything that you have that's like powered by a battery and that's what we define as a secondary battery a lot of the time in your devices you got primary batteries are essentially like one way they're the kind of batteries that you buy and then you use up um, and then you throw them away or whatever or you recycle them and then secondary batteries can be like a two-way street where you can charge them and they have cycles where you put it in, you store it, and you take it out again. We've had them in some shape or form since the 90s. They were being developed for like 20 years before that. So these were first proposed by a guy called M. Stanley Whittington at Exxon in the 70s, but they couldn't get them to work. And then throughout the 70s and 80s, tons of different people, and I'm not going to read all their names, but a ton of different people and teams from all over the world worked on various ways of figuring out lithium-ion batteries, and then the first commercial release of the lithium-ion battery um, was in 1991 by Sony. And more or less to this day, like, the Japanese markets, and more recently Korea, have been kind of one step ahead of us, the, the Westerners. You got a bunch of different companies and people funding this kind of research into new types of batteries. Everyone's kind of agreed that to fuel revolutions like electric cars and driverless cars and better devices and more powerful laptops and things, we need to figure out energy. We need to figure out a better way of storing things. Um, one of the biggest people who's kind of talked about this publicly is Bill Gates, who presumably sure. you know. I think I think I may have heard of him. Not personally. Yeah, he, he won a BAFTA for Best Actress in that thing. He was in The Danish Girl. Mm. That mm. movie. Did he play The Danish Girl? He was girl? The Danish Girl. Yeah. Yeah. 
He's working on stuff. Elon Musk is funding stuff. Alphabet and Google X Labs are both working on different technologies, including what they call a solid state battery. Yeah, I've heard of that. We yeah. don't know what that is. So solid state, it's called that because the stuff inside is a solid. Is is solid. Yeah. As opposed to the other states of matter. But as far as I I'm no expert, but as far as I've read, it is it is kind of an improvement on existing lithium ion technology rather than an entirely new way of doing things. I see, it's a way of make, trying to make these chemical batteries more efficient rather than like reinventing the wheel. It's not like truly, truly. It's not like entirely new. Solid yeah, state it's just then. they're they're yeah. trying to hone it. In Japan, you have got this group called the Battery Research Platform. Uh, they all like are working together in this in this kind of big super group like uh, them crooked vultures only of battery technology. Um, and in Korea, you got companies like Orange Power, who in the in recent years have uh, worked with Apple. There's like rumors about Apple working with Korean companies on on new batteries, but nothing huge has come out of it yet. And then you've even got companies like Dyson, um, you know, big electronics players, uh, just investing <laughs> mm. left, right, and center in in any company that shows any kind of promise in batteries because they know they know that when they get it, it's, they they it's own a, the future. It's gonna be a game changer. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, they, they have won. The company that figures it out, it's over. They've got it all. First, we get the batteries, then we get the money and whatever the yeah. Scarface quote is. The power. First, we get the power. Then we store the power. <laughs> then we drag it up the mountain. <laughs> so I was thinking, I was kind of inspired by all of the ridiculous ways that we store power currently on the grid. Can you think of any better ways? that we could store power? That is a good question. Yeah, we no do idea. laugh, but it's like, yeah. then when it's turned... <laughs> Go on, then. Uh, I, uh, as far as my reading suggests, fucking anything is on the table. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of still stuck on, like, the gravitational potential. Yeah, I love the gravity idea. thing. Yeah. I love, like, there's Mainly. a lot of companies who who work on, on gravity energy storage solutions. Like, what do we have in a... Something to do with the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Can you store energy in quartz somehow? Could we make the moon like vibrate? Well, I mean, or you could put loads of quartz at the top of a mountain or a this big weighing true. scale, and then like, gradually lower it down. Yeah, you're a genius. You should tell somebody. <laughs> I saw a video of some people who had like who had made their own gravity storage device, where it was just a bunch of bottles full of water hanging on a th string. And as it <laughs> fell down, it was powering some bike lights. Nice. Like, nice. you can do that on any scale. Like, we got a lot of people, right? What if, um, like, what if we powered it with humans? Like, what, I was just thinking once about a, day, a bridge system. Once a day a for an hour, you have to stand on this platform and it goes down for a while. But if you built that into something where there's, there's loads of people walking anyway, like some sort of bridge or a like walkway oh, that has shit. like, like moving what if things. I, I, seesaw bridges. Okay, yeah, yeah, seesaw bridge. Plus that be You well cross fun. over, you cross, you walk up, up a slope, you're going up, and then as a as hundred commuters get to the other end, it seesaws down. That's pretty cool. And we collect that energy easy, sorted. I don't know why people haven't like, you know, a lot of people are moving around in the gym. Yeah. Getting lifted up and down. Just attach that to some kind of exactly. battery. Yeah, no, it's crazy. People I mean, power. I guess the gains, I guess they think that the gains are too small, but like gyms, everybody wants to get ripped. It's true. You could just put like loads of like really hardcore outdoor fixed bikes down in a big park in London or something. And then there'd yeah. be loads of people 
Yeah, Lining fill it with some trees, make it nice. Through. Put a coffee shop in the corner. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. I'd do that. I'd go there and cycle for a bit and power my city. Yeah, they'd all have to be like. I'm just trying to imagine them now. And they'd it all be, be like uniform. And that whole they? park, that whole park, can also be a platform that goes down once a day, maybe. <laughs> oh wow, that's yeah. quite a big. That's a big scope, though. Yeah, at nine o'clock. Platform, it, at nine it? o'clock, it starts at the at the top. It's like a hundred me. It's like hundred feet off. Sea level. 100 feet. 100 feet. Oh, okay. That's high, right? That's kind of high. That's pretty high. Pretty 50 high. feet. It's about the, yeah, so about the height of like detonator at Thought Park. Okay, so yeah. 50. <laughs> I like that that's your metric. <laughs> yeah, I've been oh, using wow, that system pretty tall. for about that's 15 years. 200, 300 detonators high. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you got this platform full of bikes. The bikes are collecting energy, right? And then. Um, to get there, like the really dedicated commuters, the the weekend warriors who want to get up real early and pump some fucking iron, right? They have to climb to get to it, so they've got leg days sorted, and by the time they climb, they're up the top, their weight is pushing it down throughout the day, slowly throughout the day, pushing it down. I feel like this might be some kind of health and safety nightmare. Well, you just... Uh, What you're about to present, or... (laughs) Just put some signs up. Just put some signs up, make it out of uh, make it out of the same um make it out of the same material that the O2, the Millennium Dome is built out of, you know, just like rubbery top. Sure. So that as it top. goes up it's and your down, it, kind to do everything of, big. it adjusts, you know? Mm. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Is there a way of perhaps rounding up like all the children at playtime in schools across the country and making them run in some sort of you ginormous hamster wheel? Yes. Children do have sorts. a lot of energy and it should be harnessed for our wrongdoings. Yes. <laughs> no, absolutely put the children to work. I mean, they're not like, they're not actively. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's not actively like child labor, I don't think, if you're just, if you are just. You know, forcing people to work for free. You go through and like a guy from Exxon comes by once a month and he 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 goes around all the classrooms and then he goes, (laughs) he makes his recommendation of all the plumpest children. Congratulations. (laughs) You have been selected (laughs) to the headmaster. And once a week, they don't get to go to break. They have to go and um, sit on a big platform <laughs> on the side of the quad. <laughs> That's what, I mean, you know, I'm just saying what everyone else is secretly designing in their offices. Just yeah. a big system where all the fattest children generate <laughs> us power in some way. <laughs> oh, they're still no. young. They've got a lot of enthusiasm. They haven't given up on themselves. Mm. Necessarily. No. They might have done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we're all saying we're all saying what everyone's thinking. Okay, there's a lot of there's a lot of excess child weight in this country mm. <laughs> that we could be putting to work. Is there any way we could store the energy in the fat children? That's a great in their question. fat in their fat. Like, yeah. Oh, interesting. And then we could like connect them. <laughs> well, I guess that's I guess that's a kind of um, like almost like a heat storage solution, right? Is you use energy to make food to, and then you feed the people. You so we feed the people. You, oh shit! No way! And then we use, burn them you, you, to release <laughs> the energy. No, oh, no, right. no! We do not burn them. <laughs> I draw the line. I mean, to be fair, that would produce some energy. Just. Saying. <laughs> no. It's all stored in the fat, isn't it? They will say, burn. They'll burn I, I'm saying what we do is we use energy to make the food, and then we, we trunch ball the food into their mouths, and then then we make them run in a... Run 
and a big wheel into a or climb up a mountain <laughs> <laughs> and then and then slide down i mean I, I, that sounds kind of inhumane to me just making them run force feeding them stuff yeah no i said it out loud and it sounded less ethical than it did in my head. It was already pretty bad. <laughs> Still when we more ethical than burning them. It was unethical at child labour, really, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Started, let's, let's just wind back this whole conversation and pretend it didn't happen. So presumably, at some point, like it's a, it's a near enough certainty. We don't know when. There are targets. You know, people say 2030. People say 2050. And then somebody chimes in like 2045. And everyone goes, Ooh, you know, but nobody knows exactly when it's going to happen. But we are pretty convinced that at some point somebody's going to crack this shit. And then we're going to have brilliant, clean, unlimited energy. Right. At least in the developed world. Like, once again, poor people, they get the they get the rough end of that deal. Because they'll be generating the energy. Yeah, well, maybe. children will be. <laughs> yeah, possibly. So once we've got that energy, what can we do with it? Like if if you had if you had all the electricity in the world, what would you do with it? I don't even know what I'd do. Probably just what I do anyway. Yeah. But for longer. <laughs> just play for PlayStation. Twenty four seven. Twenty four seven. Yeah, I mean you could stick a battery in that PlayStation and take it anywhere. It won't have wires. That would be the dream. That's literally the widest scope of my imagination for what I would do with unlimited power. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine, I, I okay. defy anyone to come up with anything better. So your idea is basically being safe in the knowledge that it will never switch off. Well, that is a big problem for me anyway. <laughs> what if it switches what off it? someday? Just... <laughs> you saying you live in, you keep your PlayStation on at all times? Just do it for do the, you even just have a PlayStation? Be... No, I don't even own a PlayStation. That's... <laughs> <laughs> for fuck's sake, such a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can take, so you could charge, you know, you can charge a phone, you can charge a, a console, you could charge a car, and it can go for hours or days or weeks, you know, we're talking, you know, 50, 60, 100 years in the future, uh, we, what can we, what can we do with this unlimited technology, this unlimited power that we have? That we wield now. Technically anything. Space travel. We could destroy planets. 11 pin bowling. Oh yeah, (laughs) space travel. It kicks space travel forward. You know, I mean, we got a lot of companies working that already, but, and one of the biggest issues is, is the amount of power it takes just to get out of our orbit. Mm. That fucker tries to keep you. It tries to drag you down. That orbit, <laughs> that pesky orbit, yeah. holding us down. Yeah, <laughs> oppressive orbit. I think we should rise up against. It's the always orbit. putting yeah. us down. Let's see if we can delegitimize it. Yeah. <laughs> so we could, yeah, we could finally uh, escape the bounds of our atmosphere and go colonize other other planets. That's uh, hypothetically, yes. you know, possible. Find new races of peoples, alien peoples, and, and burn sell their them children. batteries. <laughs> find new, find <laughs> alien races to subjugate and make them do the energy. Okay, cool. With that kind of technology, we could find some really big mountains to jam stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> Otherworldly sized mountains. Yeah, yeah and Who planets with more gravity. On those planets to put up the mountain. <laughs> and other planets will have higher levels of gravity, right? So, like, the energy will be even better. Oh, wow, that's true. That It'll be true. that real wonder- good energy, that tasty energy, artisanal, premium luxury, <laughs> Marks and Spencers kind of energy. Mm. Oh yeah, a little, no. a little shaved Parmesan kind of energy. Oh, it sounds <laughs> delicious. <laughs> Chili dressing. Oh man, <laughs> we'll we'll be able to fuel anything. We'll be able to fuel anything and everything forever. Um, and it'll be great until the end of the world. 
It will definitely be sense. great, and I don't think anyone will use it for any sort of death ray, death or, ray or bomb, and everything will be fine. <laughs> no one's going to get hurt, and the Earth definitely won't be destroyed. Happy first half. Oh yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so on that note, on that note, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about worst case scenarios. <laughs> See you in a bit. Hey guys, and thank you for listening to episode 9 of I Will Save You From The Future. My guests this week were Victorious Sponge, Andrew and Ollie. Their stuff is really great, you should check them out. And our theme tune is a track called Boat People, Dreaming Pills Remix by High Five Spaceship. For a limited time, you can actually download the track for free at yellowalbum.com. We've been running a Kickstarter to raise funds for our next album, and one of the many ways that we were promoting it was by uh, giving away this track for free. So grab it there. It's also on iTunes if you do want to pay for it. And even after the Kickstarter, it will be available worldwide on most digital and streaming stores. I'd like to thank everyone who has backed the campaign. The main phase was successfully funded. We, we hit our goal and we went way over it. So thank you uh, to everyone who supported that. We've now extended the campaign to try and raise enough funds to press vinyl. So if you're a vinyl junkie, what better way to save yourself from the future than by helping us manufacture some obsolete physical media? If you like this show, please tweet about it using the hashtag UCCast. That's I-W-S-Y-Cast. We see every tweet. I try and like and favorite as many as I can. Your input and feedback is very valuable to us, as well as just spreading the word, helping us find new uh, listeners, helping us expand our audience and our community. We got some really cool topics coming up in the next few episodes. Uh, the next one that goes up is all about cryptocurrency and Bitcoin, which was a topic actually requested on Twitter. So we do listen to what you have to say. Another great way that you can suggest topics for the show is by getting involved on the Facebook group. We have a kind of catch-all discussion group for all of my projects, uh, and you can get to it by going to bingshappyplace.com. Folks in there are sharing some really interesting articles, which I'm definitely going to be including in upcoming episodes. There are a couple other ways that you can support the show. Currently, we don't have uh, any sponsors. I'm not going to rule it out for the future, but right now we are ad-free. But if you would like, you can get a message read out in this section in an upcoming episode. All you have to do for that is go to hitwithwrench.com forward slash classifieds. You can also leave us a five-star review on iTunes. They really do matter. It only takes you a couple of minutes and it helps us um, in a huge, huge way. September is fast approaching and I'm going to have a lot of stuff on my plate. So just letting you know about the rough kind of timetable of this show. We have been aiming at three episodes a month, three weeks on and one week off. Meanwhile, my other main podcast, Pride and Prejudice Lit Edition, has been every other week. What I'm going to do probably starting next week is just alternate them every other week. You see one week, followed by Pride and Prejudice. This will hopefully mean that they are consistently uploading, you've got some new stuff in your feed all the time, and I can do, among other things, my day job without exploding. Anyway, that's about it. Thank you for listening again, and I will let you get back to the episode. Okay, so we're back. We're talking about more advanced batteries, the future thereof. That is very bad language.
very incredibly bad English. Um, guys, what happens when these storage systems break down? Shit falls down mountains. That was my immediate Shit's thought as well. <laughs> like at, at this point in the the picture, we've painted this beautiful, um, this beautiful painting of words that we've created of the future. Um, there's a lot of stuff really high up in the sky. <laughs> so That's where I the mean, future is in the sky. The future is in the sky. It's in the sky, and then it's shortly after tumbling to the ground. <laughs> yeah, and it does does that on a on you know repeat. It does that again and again. Things go up and then they go down. They go up and down, down and up and down again and again. <laughs> and what about, hey, what about mountain goats? That's surely the most obvious. <laughs> What we we heard mountain goats and we make them run up and down. I think so, yeah. Yeah, but then one I'm of them quite, inevitably. I don't even know quite got the maths down yet, but I think I've got the num run the numbers. <laughs> I think we kidnapped some goats. Okay, but, but we've got that. Why. We we get the goats. We get like a thousand goats running up a mountain, and then thousands of goats running down a mountain, and we like we uh, collect all that energy and we turn it into. We have a whole new metric for it, like uh, goat goat. Goat watts, goat watts per hour becomes the, like, number one <laughs> metric for energy consumption. But, like, inevitably one of them is going to fall over, right? And then cause this cascading <laughs> avalanche. Oh, yeah. Or, no. like, just complaints <laughs> from the public. Goat watts per hour. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> There's a goat running a cafe. What is this? And the noise, will, We're trying to save the noise will be unbearable. No one will be able to live near that. <laughs> Could we harness energy from that? The noise. Potentially some sort of, uh, yeah, some sort of like piezoelectric, like, I'm just thinking if you had like something, the, the, the noise they make. Oh, yeah, we, could, I, like, I you, like, I'm They're see- so loud. Could you translate that back into, could you store that? I'm seeing a future where we just harness anything and everything for energy. It's like, if, <laughs> if, if Bill Gates and Google are anything to go by, we are just throwing everything at the wall and seeing what happens, right? So like, you cough, someone's there to catch it and turn it into energy. You you're walking along the street and whistling. Someone's like following you behind, following behind you with like a Ghostbusters vacuum cleaner, like sucking up the sound waves. <laughs> and like nothing is being wasted, and everything's like being turned into energy. You walk up the street, like every step you take, it like it it goes down into the ground a little bit, and that deceleration, that uh, and that gravity is getting turned into energy. When you stand in a building, like the more people that are in a building it like is lower in the ground the first floor becomes the basement this is a future where everything is kind of on springs <laughs> like everything is in motion at all times <laughs> that sounds terrifying to me but is anything is really hot. ever still i guess not Fair enough. so you got that and then maybe we like uh, you know somewhere down the line we perfect chemical storage um or some other yeah. new kind of storage that we haven't even invented yet we can't even fathom there's some kind of like cloud storage perfect solid battery technology that just holds it all in like the batteries that go in the in the little toys in small soldiers oh those mm. were sick yeah, those little batteries cool. and they just ass. run forever and ever and ever and never turn off right yeah. so we get to that point where we can like we can fuel anything what can go wrong guys what's the worst case scenario in a world with unlimited power batteries might last for so long mm. that everyone kind of sort of forgets about batteries to the point where like no one bothers checking them anymore and then you you go out on a really long drive and you're actually like this was the drive that it was going to run out oh yeah so like they become so um exactly they become so second nature to us that we even forget maybe like the generation that cracks it we make the batteries 
And then that's the undoing of us somehow because they forget about the main battery. Then we don't even we don't bother to even train the next generation in how to make batteries. Ooh, mm. that could be good or bad. Over the generations, we forget. Exactly. Yeah. Shit. That's. We point. forget, and then maybe there's a big war or something, and we 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 lose all the records of how the batteries are made, and it goes and ends up going in the opposite direction when they finally break down. And then you'll have like you know like weird crackpot old men in the corners of rooms saying like that. You know, hundreds of years ago, they had even more efficient batteries than we do today. And they, you'll be like, oh, what crazy old man. He thinks, oh, like, yeah, no, yeah, your granddad, your great granddad um, will be sitting there in his rocking chair like, there was a time when we had to put people on big stilts to make electricity. Um, <laughs> And and you're and, and you're you're sitting there. You're like grandchild. You're like great 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 grandchild is sitting there. Like no way, grandpa. Things were just always powered. The power just exists. Power's just always powers in the air. It's everywhere around us. Could we store the power on the internet? <laughs> I mean, Somehow. maybe. We we make a website that's just so annoying that it actually generates not only a small amount of revenue for the three of us. Uh, but also quite a lot of energy. Maybe that's it. Maybe we need to tap into people's thoughts and feelings. Use that as fuel. Oh, that's pretty good. Or if we were doing that, see if any of them have secretly got a decent idea for what we could stuff up the mountain next. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, that's the Facebook approach, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, oh, of course. Don't don't, don't go writing any of these fantastic ideas in a status update. Okay. exactly. Because they're going to make it. Don't talk about it, probably even with, like, people across the messaging no yeah keep all your great uh, everyone listening keep all your great battery ideas private write them on paper write them on paper eat that paper eat the paper then when you burn in the pile (laughs) be a little bit more fuel we'll go with you we need to get away from burning okay we need to get away from the burning children portion of the podcast what if there was so much power, unlimited power, that people just started doing ridiculous things because they just they, they didn't know what to do with themselves. And just people started yeah. doing crazy things. No, no, I love that. So, like, I mean, yeah, if energy efficiency isn't a problem, we can make the most ridiculous, ludicrous, inefficient batteries and buildings and stuff. We can make, like, vehicles that are not efficient in the slightest. Exactly. Because we... right now, a lot, of, a lot of the engineering that goes into, say, making a plane or a race car or something, is about fuel efficiency. Mm. Who needs to worry about aerodynamics when you can just, you know, attach a... fuck aerodynamics, man. Oh, yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, fuck aerodynamics. We don't need aerodynamics when we've got unlimited energy and incredibly efficient batteries. We can just make a... we can make a plane that's just a big flat square. <laughs> Wouldn't it just rip itself apart eventually? Fine then, build your no, plane. No, because like. we, we go into like we go into the Kerbal Space Program design application. We just like copy and paste the engine, and we put like six engines around the outside of the square. <laughs> Voila, flying square. Like, a like giant fucking cube and then yeah they have to give us the prize because technically r1 was the best whatever they were running yeah the prize the pri- prize for the least aerodynamic flying vehicle <laughs> goes to victoria sponge because <laughs> you could so like it wouldn't, least... ma- it, it wouldn't matter you can get you can get anything off the ground in this future you can vertical take off anything yeah because they're just the batteries because you just put another battery on it 
You just fucking whack, whack a battery just on it. Just stick another engine on it. Oh, oh like that... so, like somebody, somebody at the at the Ford uh, R and D department is like, oh, it's. I'm sorry, sir. It's just too big. It's just too big to fuel. Slap another battery on it. <laughs> Surely these batteries would pretty much be like currency by this point. Oh yeah, no, they're, they're everywhere. <laughs> Anything that doesn't move, we can make move. Just whack a battery and yeah, some stick sort of a battery, on stick an engine, engine on, it. on it, whatever. And, what, and on that note, why wouldn't you just sort of make everything move if you could do that? Yeah. Or powered in some way. Well, you everything's know, already moving, wallet, I guess, power. isn't it? So, guess, yeah, <laughs> this is our way of catching up. Oh, that's true. I love that, though. I love that. Like, cars get bigger. Mm. You know, we love big cars. We all try and say that we don't love big cars. Well, we love big cars. We love big cars. We, I love a big car. We, don't, we say Why? that we don't like big cars because they're not fuel efficient. But that doesn't fucking matter anymore. Monster <laughs> trucks for everyone. Yeah, monster <laughs> trucks would be the direction. Monster trucks be. for everyone. Flying monster trucks. Fuck it. And I mean, at that point, if we can, we, we can solve global warming. Warming, right we um do that thing from that one movie where we move the earth further away from the sun yeah <laughs> we just, just like a attach a bunch of uh of engines. stick an engine on the earth just, just put a big engine big bunch of rockets move. on one side of the earth and wait for us to revolve revolve around to the right angle bam and when and the sun runs out for future generations battery oh yeah no <laughs> fuck it. Good. Battery on it yeah we can build it. We can build a, a big, uh, reflective, a big reflective uh, spaceship, big enough to just push the sun away. <laughs> Why don't we just in however many millions of years when it dies and explodes, we're just like, nope, into another galaxy with you. Yeah, and we'll we harness can turn that the energy. whole Earth into a spaceship and just fucking go wherever we like. Oh, that's Everyone a good comes. idea. Oh, yes. The Earth just was a spaceship. Then you wouldn't have to fucking bother, would you? Who would be the captain? Uh, probably me. Yeah, I was going to vote for Ollie. Really? <laughs> Come that situation. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I was going to vote I've seen Ollie. the dynamic in this duo <laughs> very clearly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, no, it would be Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I, just, I, just, I just don't really feel like doing that. Well, you know what they say is the people that don't want power are probably the ones who would be better with it. Exactly. I would kill everyone deliberately within the yeah, first like, I, I feel like Ollie is... <laughs> I'm not even saying I'd be corrupted. That's just my plan from the off. Ollie has very, very, made it very, very clear that he is he's not the perfect benevolent leader that we need. No, Immediate just... death is the only point in your manifesto. <laughs> he's definitely I like a, a kind of everyone. crazed... Khan-esque, power-hungry dictator of a captain. And that's kind of why I'd vote for you, because you're relatable. Uh, <laughs> a relatable dictator. <laughs> so, yeah. No, so, wait, wait, come on, I'd be nice. It's, and I'm maybe government... This. How, how, why am I a dictator Because you literally that said that you were going to kill everyone deliberately in the first yeah, time. Yeah, I should have did. That's not the sort of thing that you should go around saying to somebody who's willing to kill everyone in 10 minutes, is it, mate? Right, so if you want to be... Okay, hey, hey, easy, easy. All you know, because right. there's 10, the te 10 minutes, that's the window. So do you want one minute, two, because people have got to die at some point during the 10. So I'm just saying, if you want to be one of the people that are 9.59, then All you right, better man. keep your mouth shut. Chill out, okay? Right. Sorry. Down. Sorry, right. babe. You need enough people <laughs> left over in your government to, like, s to man your big Earth-sized spaceship. True enough. Like, I'm assuming it's not like a one-man thing with one little controller. It's not one. I was just imagining panel. a big wheel. That is all, all exactly <laughs> a big wooden wheel. A big wooden wheel. Like a I imagine it would have reins. That's like all a I was horse. thinking. 
God. So you whip the engine. <laughs> that... So you've just got like you're standing in like you're you're standing at like the, in Greenwich on the on the meridian yeah. with, with just a big big like wooden pirate ship steering pirate ship wheel. wheel that you're whipping occasionally. <laughs> you just or you're like just sit got... behind the wheel whipping. Just got like reins. You're standing there <laughs> on a mountain with with a pair with reins in your hand, kind of yeah. pulling, yeah. pulling this way and pulling that way. And going, yeah, yeah. the earth. <laughs> <laughs> the earth is just like careening through space, and it's alternating like freezing cold and blisteringly hot and radioactive, <laughs> and. Not point seven six two degrees to, to the Jew. All right, you got it. <laughs> you come out of your. You Turn come this out thing of your, around. Like, you come out of your like um, domicile, which at this point is bouncing up and down already to generate <laughs> energy, and you like jump down from your front door onto street level, and you look out, and it's like, oh, it's nighttime now. I thought it was eight a.m. <laughs> and then a few and then minutes like later, a nice age, suddenly, se- few seconds know. later, it's winter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, captain's drunk again. <laughs> Uh, take a, sorry about this, it's your captain speaking. Uh, the Tannoy system is worldwide. World Captain President Ollie. <laughs> world oh, Captain President Ollie is drunk at the helm. <laughs> <laughs> what would be your end goal in this situation? Do you, are you just on a kind of lifelong um, joyride, or is there a point? At this point, I'm getting such a rush out of it. That it sort of feels like something's going to happen, but I'm not sure what it is. And I just have so much power that I f- it feels like there must be some sort of conclusion to all of this rush. And so I I, I think it would probably just... I'd have to just yeah, man. continue until everyone's demise. You convince yourself that there was some sort of point and yeah. you... And- to the two, everyone's demise. Literally, I'd chase and the dragon own. until I'd just crashed the earth into a black hole. Yeah. And Bill Gates is there. He's like your your right-hand man, hype hype man. He's just like whispering. Oh my God, no. Whispering yeah, he, the first to die. He's in the back die. in a cage and Ollie's <laughs> feeding him bananas. He's the, yeah, he's the first to go. He's the first to go because he knows too much, doesn't he? He was there sort of at the beginning of some of the big creepy takeover. So he's got to go straight away. <laughs> oh, so, so he's, he's, he's not done. He's, he's gone. Exactly. Who, if anyone, is your right hand man? Or you're like your number one, as it were. I'd probably just have a big bowl of chocolate buttons. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I think that would probably just be the, the, you know, the that would be the way to do it. And it's like he only ever speaks to a big bowl of chocolate buttons. <laughs> like a buttons. compost bin yeah. of chocolate buttons. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. you, you and a lifetime supply of Cadbury's chocolate buttons. Your official yeah. advisor. You wouldn't even eat them. You just talk to them <laughs> for advice. It. That's it. Standing That's on a it. mountain, steering the planet through a, a hellish slalom through space. <laughs> And I'd, I'd until, have people come and take it in and out periodically die, so I could get changed. Or somebody assassinates you. <laughs> and then like, and then maybe it's like a, whoever kills you gets to be, gets to be the new That's captain. That's right. <laughs> I was just mm. going to say that. <laughs> they become you and then they realise like why, why you, you know, <laughs> why I was the captain because I was the last brave rebel who thought he was doing the right thing, slaying the captain. And then I became them i became the very thing oh i'm imagining like a proper um did you ever see that movie the one with jet lee i think i've seen that movie. like right at the end the bad jet lee the evil jet lee from the bad universe gets like 
teleported to a universe that's just a penal colony and he like comes out on the top of this mountain and he's like i am the king now you are all my bitches um and then the last scene is just like this massive shot of all these criminals on this planet like on this evil prison earth like running up and trying to fight him and him just like taking down dudes left right and center to be the king of the prison world wow and i feel like that's the mountain underneath you is like it's just <laughs> the rest of the planet kind of battle royaling it out to get to the top to dethrone you and then as they gradually tumble down they yeah they <laughs> yes no absolutely absolutely bring it all full circle the corpses circle. the corpses roll down and their 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 movement fuels them that's it that's it that's it and it's it is all finally complete that is the future that's how it needs to be and anyone who makes it to the top gets to challenge you for the for the captaincy which is the official term but at a cost and and they and you get you get highlander decapitated and they hold up your head and they say the captain is dead long live the captain and then they take over (laughs) and they like kick over your your bucket of chocolate buttons and say bring me milky bars That's kind of sad. Uh, I really uh, got come to become attached to the chocolate buns for some reason in this yeah. Oh man! Anyway, <laughs> I think that's maybe the most terrifying future we've ever painted. That's the most terrifying future we've ever come up with. I mean, the most inevitable and the most realistic. Yeah, very yeah. realistic. I think that's why we sort of ended up landing upon it because it's just obviously yeah, yeah, it's just the logical. No, it just, it just makes sense to me. Uh, last thing, just on the chocolate buttons, would there be some sort of purple bow tie on the container to, I like, you know, like an element of personification? I didn't imagine or, like, it in any really? other way. I, okay. It doesn't I mean, make sense without the purple yeah, bow okay. tie. I mean, sure. fuck, man, you're the captain. <laughs> you do what you want. Yeah, I guess so. All right, we'll get the bow tie. Sorry. Just wanted to settle um, that. Okay, so for listeners out there who maybe don't like the sound of this, and I can't imagine why, <laughs> uh, what advice can we give them for avoiding uh, this terrifying future caused by batteries? All right, first of all, you've you got to be the first one there with the batteries. Drop everything that you're doing. Uh, get a PhD in chemical engineering. Unless you're already doing a PhD Unless you're already in doing it, in which case... Be careful with what you're holding. Don't just drop it necessarily. <laughs> don't, like, stop and start again. Uh, and in fact, you've got a head start. Stop what you're doing. <laughs> in fact, you've got a head start. Yeah, in fact, you're already doing the plan. Yeah, engineering students listening, uh, good job. Cr- cross number one off your list already. Although, to be honest, if anything, that it just encouraging research into batteries is just making this future come more quickly. I'd say if you, anyone at home knows anyone studying chemical engineering um kill, kill them, them. No. Kill them okay basically. so Obviously. you're really you really want to fuel this battle royale thing pretty early on i think we should take all of our leading scientists round them up burn them in a big pile and and just go back to sticks and stones okay so we don't even harness the energy of their burning corpses no no so. we just watch them burn and maybe enjoy the heat mm. i suppose you could argue that we're generating enjoyment from burning and joy in a way isn't joy the purest energy a lot of burning this episode (laughs) a lot of burning of people uh general uh murder a lot of murder there was a lot of a lot of condoning of murder there was that that was most most of it yeah (laughs) i like that we got to joy though yeah at the end we (laughs) we realized in the end joy but but joy from murder let me just uh, put a pin in that joy derived from the act of murder the the, the burning people aren't necessarily dead okay well now (laughs) now it's just getting a bit 
uh, pedantic, isn't Fair it? Enough. Yeah. Right. If you, so, I mean, there's two. Okay, so there's two like pathways, right? One is you become ba- King Battery. You get to it first. <laughs> you invent that shit first, patent it, sell it, commercialize it, and then you're the king of the batteries, and you you just make sure you lock it down. You lock it down so no one else can develop it. And you say like, oh, well, I developed it, but you can't have it. <laughs> That's it's kind of what they're doing already. It's a very big, <laughs> long, it's a very long game. And it will take it will take you the rest of your life. It will keep you personally safe. But it will keep that's... everyone safe. <laughs> um, the other route is to, um, is subterfuge, basically, I think is what we're talking about, right? Is sabotaging mm. the studying that is already happening on batteries. Um, so you're going to want to re- re- uh, rewind back to the top of the episode and listen to all of those companies and universities and research uh, groups that I listed and sorry guys i'm really sorry um you're gonna want to start like like cutting their phone lines and uh <laughs> den- like dos attacking their servers and um <laughs> like prop getting in their way in traffic proper, proper russian hacking all of their information <laughs> and deleting it i personally am not condoning violence against these people I think oh, there is a peaceful uh, salute. There is peaceful protest. An interesting take. There is a room. <laughs> there is space in this world for peaceful protest. And I think um, you you hack away. Repeat. Christopher Bingham is not recommending violence. We should probably also do some sort of disclaimer where we're not condoning violence as well. Oh right, yeah. I mean, yeah. you can, but I'll just cut it out. No, uh, yeah, we we don't condone. <laughs> yeah, much we don't violence. condone violence. No, we don't. Unless um, it's recreational. <laughs> recreational <laughs> violence <laughs> Wait, what? invest in a bunch of solar powers that like just directly feed your house and only use electric things when it's sunny because then you're cutting out the storage part which is the main concern <laughs> something that comes up a lot is is speaking with your wallet you know like not buying into something or buying the alternative. Sorry, I'm still just imagining somebody going like jam, 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 like with a wallet in between their hands. Speaking with speaking. your wallet, right? <laughs> with like a little, puppet, like a little wallet. wallet. <laughs> I, I saw that in my head and I just could not unthink it. And I'm no, sorry. I tried the only to... <laughs> power the consumers have is. <laughs> oh, so we should all just start. <laughs> speaking. <laughs> um, action steps. For those of you who not who don't want to study um, the chemical sciences for the rest of your life, you selfish bastards, <laughs> stop stop buying batteries, <laughs> hack and sabotage <laughs> any company researching batteries, and become a ventriloquist. <laughs> <laughs> Full stop. Uh, I think uh, <laughs> just become a ventriloquist. I think if more people were ventriloquists, yeah. yeah to, be mean, honest, to be honest, I think yeah, that's just good advice back, overall. That's just good general advice yeah, then, for most people. Everyone, like, you don't even have to be interested if, in any of it. If we invested millions in the marketing of uh, ventriloquist degrees, <laughs> we'd have fewer scientists. And that's what this world needs. Yeah, more competition. <laughs> if in a future with millions of employed ventriloquists a thriving thriving ventriloquism industry there are going to be fewer scientists yeah would it be rife with corruption though among the ventriloquists (laughs) they'd be like trying to stab each other in the back room like i don't know which is a scarier future (laughs) he made me say that (laughs) christ oh
Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Yeah. Okay, guys, thank you for thank you for that. Um, I think yeah. we'll wrap it up. Thank you. Um, thank you so much for having us on. I really enjoyed that. I've never talked. I've never said the word battery so many times yeah. in a short space like that. I don't think. Or fire, or burning, or murder. <laughs> uh, I can't uh, say that's true, but <laughs> thank. <laughs> Um, okay, thank you to Andrew and Ollie uh, of Victoria Sponge. Where can people find you on the internet? Uh, we're on Instagram. We're on uh, Facebook.com and forward slash Victorious Sponge. Victorious we, as in having one, having by the one. way. Victoria, yeah, it's such a crap it's name. It's a cake pun. It's, yeah. Yeah. And that's the English spelling, right? With an O and that's a U. Yeah, I-O-U-S. Yeah, so even further com- confusion for our overseas it's listeners. It's not a great brand name. If, you've, if you do have no. a brand name, then come find us on Facebook. Slash Victoria yeah. Sponge and, uh, and you have a YouTube channel, right? Say again. Oh, yeah, we have a YouTube channel. Yeah, um, which is also YouTube.com forward slash Victoria Sponge. Victoria Sponge. Victorious um, Sponge. Cool. Um, thank you, guys. Um, thanks for listening, uh, everyone out there who has downloaded this podcast. And until next time, don't stand on anything really tall. <laughs> <laughs>